Motivation is so overrated. Here's what you need instead. Hi, welcome to another sassy, saucy episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today's listener letter is going to start a discussion, and I'm really excited about it. I, I think the listener was a little brave and kind of challenging me a little bit to ask a question because I talk a lot of smack about all of the motivational quotes and memes that are used in the entrepreneurial space. In fact, when entrepreneurs are sort of uh, marketing their business and talking about their business and using social media to do it, so often they gain followers or gain likes and shares because they put these motivational, you know, hashtag truth bombs down on people. And I always roll my eyes and I always kind of just want to look the other way. But then sometimes I cringe. I am not above a good motivational quote. And I'm not saying that I only take issues with the bad ones because the good ones can cause some problems too. But I think what happens for people, particularly entrepreneurs when they're talking about mindset is they look at these motivational quotes or they watch these clips of thought leaders in the space or people on the TED Talk stage and they tell themselves a story that they're inspired, they're motivated, they're going to go and do the thing, they're going to crush it because they feel so good being in that company, being around other people who think like that, having other people who enjoy that content too. And then when push comes to shove, they don't have anything to show for it on the other side. I that's my issue with motivation. Beginning, middle, end is motivation without action is just thinking. So I'm going to jump into today's listener letter before I ramble too much. And then I'm going to find you on the other side to continue the conversation. Heather, I got to ask you something, but I know it's going to put you on the spot. If you don't want to make a podcast episode episode of it, it's so cool. That's okay. It's cool. But maybe you wouldn't mind answering me one-on-one then. I find you to be one of the most motivating people I've ever met. Yet, periodically on your show, you have talked about how you hate motivational quotes and memes. You seem to mock the people who collect and share them. When you do so, you're mocking me too. I guess I'm wondering what your deal is. Entrepreneurs are so isolated. We live outside our comfort zone all the time. Doesn't it make sense to you that we need a push to keep going? You mentioned that when you are in a struggle, you try to find people doing good in the world and you look for the helpers. Isn't that the same thing? Are we really all that different. I know you know me and we've gone some rounds and debates a time or two already, but do please keep my name out of this conversation. I don't need the hate mail for hating on Heather coming my way. (laughs) To the listeners of this show, I promise I'm not picking a fight. Heather, I trust that you know I'm writing you with all the respect in the world. I'm hoping we can maybe start a discussion if you're willing to. Thanks. Okay, first of all, yes, I know you're not hating on me. And hopefully the listeners, you know, you told them exactly what you want them to think. I think they're going to see that you're not hating on me either. And my guess is you're going to find a lot of people who agree with you that there's no point in me kind of 
mocking, rolling my eyes, or talking out one side of my mouth about the people who use motivational quotes to inspire them and to take action, etc., etc. Part of where this discussion starts, if I'm going to like be truthfully, you know, as truthful and transparent as possible, is it does still stem, and you guys are probably at this point tired of hearing me talk about it, but it still does stem from my experience being a therapist in a brick and mortar office. I, at any point in time, would have a caseload of 35 to 50 people who were coming in on a weekly basis, every other week, once a month, whatever it was, 35 to 50 people on a caseload at any point in time. If I were to look at my caseload with averages, I would tell you that as far as I knew, most of my clients really, really liked me, found me really motivated and really inspiring, and they really liked what I had to say. And the percentage of people who did anything with it was honestly less than 10%. So my story became that it doesn't matter if people are motivated. It doesn't matter if they like me. It doesn't matter if they like the things I say or the way I say them. It doesn't get them to move. My initial sort of foray, if you will, into the online business space wasn't that much different. People were sharing. I I dropped Instagram for this reason. Like I'm not on Instagram because all people were doing was sharing these mindset quotes of so-and-so said this and -and so-and-so said that. And when I was looking and chasing the tail of the people who were, you know, sort of posting these quotes and sharing this content, there was nothing that lied beneath. They were leaning entirely on the quote and they didn't have a business to show for it. They didn't have a brand. They weren't like telling people who they were, how they move through the world, anything that would attract them or build their business. They were just trying to be liked by saying likable things. And that is not the same thing as an effective marketing strategy. So that is the other reason why I kind of roll my eyes with it. And then, you know, third, like the third reason, I, I just, I have to be really clear and honest. If I think about one of the most motivational people on the planet, right? Let's think about this. Like we probably at some point in time, people called me the female Tony Robbins and I wanted to throw up because I think Tony Robbins is in this category where he's super inspiring and super motivating and people drop like something like $4,000 for a weekend with him. And my question is, after you have spent a weekend with Tony Robbins, what have you done differently with your life? How have you turned it into new inspired action? And does it just stay at inspiration? And inspiration and motivation without a plan, say it with me, is just thinking. So when people talk to me and I've gotten invites in the past year to be a motivational speaker or ask me if I was interested in motivational speaking and I consistently come back to, I don't know what the word is, but I don't want to do that. I will do X instead because I don't know the word instead of motivational speaker. But what's so much more important to me is helping people identify what 
is the thinking error or what is the hole in their existence that's creating the need to be motivated? What's the story that needs to be broken and changed? What's the thinking error that needs to be twisted? What's the trauma that needs to be healed? The childhood experience that needs to be processed? What needs to be healed so you can take new action? It's my experience, my total bias and my observation that motivational speeches and quotes and books are band-aids. They don't solve the problem. Sometimes we do need a band-aid. Sometimes we need that solve and that soothing oil to kind of cover the rough spots. But then we got to get our hands dirty again. We got to do the thing we're so scared of. We have to be willing to figure it out as we fly by the seat of our pants. We have to jump. We have to leap. And, you know, one of the reasons why when I think about Brene Brown and I put her out there as the person who's kind of changed my perspective, my life, and my way of moving through the world is she said things. And if you look up Brene Brown quotes on Google and you put images in it, you will see how many memes of her stuff people have put out into the world. But like my life is different because I read the book Daring Greatly. I read her book right at the beginning, probably right at the beginning or mid burnout from my private therapy business. And after reading that book, I was like, I need something else. And my first something else was a parent coaching business that went nowhere, made zero dollars and got no clients and hardly any leads. It wasn't at all a success, but it was the first time I realized I couldn't just sit and talk about positive things. I couldn't just help people walk on the sunny side of the street. I, I, I had to make a change. I had to do something different that would light me up, fill me up, and be a better fit for who I was and how I moved through the world. I took her ideas, I took her thoughts, and they led to inspired action. So yes, I was motivated by her, but I acted. And I just, like when people tell me they love this quote or they read this awesome book, my first, you know, thought, and you've heard me do this on the show with the quotables to coachable. Like, what did you do next? As a result of being inspired, as a result of having this, you know, idea and positive thinking, what did you do with it? How did you use it? How did you take advantage of it? Because that's what's required. We don't actually ever need motivation. You know, I, you know, I've talked on this show fairly openly about my battle with weight, where sometimes I'm gaining, sometimes I'm losing, sometimes I'm exercising like a crazy person. Sometimes I'm barely exercising at all. And I got to tell you that at the end of the day, I am never motivated to eat healthy. I might want to eat a healthy meal, but it's I'm going to want French fries. I'm going to want Five Guys burgers or maybe on a really wacky, crazy day, I'll go to McDonald's for fries and Burger King for a Whopper. I am never going to be motivated to be a healthy eater full time. I'm more like a recreational healthy eater. I like eating healthy most of the time, but I also like my junk food. I'm kind of the same way with exercise, where sometimes
sometimes I'm just balls to the wall with it. And I'm just going to go and go and go. And I can't wait to get out of bed in the morning and just do it. Other days, I freaking hate it. I'm complaining. I need 20 minutes of grump before I'm going to process and <laughs> jump into the video with any kind of enthusiasm whatsoever. But I do it anyway, even though I don't feel like doing it. Because I've made a decision. And, you know, and motivational quotes and memes and talks, you know, they're just like New Year's resolutions to me. They're these goals and they're the, they're aspirational of who you want to be and how you want to move through the world and what someday you'd like your life to be like. But the problem with all of that is the someday. There's a lack of decision making, there's a lack of ownership, and there's a, just a lack of saying when. So it's, have you set a goal or have you made a decision? Because it, it you can't, you know, it's, it's one of those things that like, um, I'm reminded of, you know, this quote from um, the American president, how's the view from the cheap seats? And um, <laughs> I've quoted that line so many times. But like this idea that how many people <laughs> like talk about personal development and share personal development and inspire people by blowing smoke and unicorns up be people's behinds by saying you can do it and this, that and the other thing. And on the other side of it, we see nothing new because people who do that are talking from the cheap seats. They're not in the freaking arena. And the people in the arena can't be bothered with these quotes because they're busy getting things done. That's like, that's what I have to say in this discussion, in this debate. Like, you know, that show me a motivational quote and what you did with it. And I shut the F up immediately because that's all I care about. All I care about is that people learn to release their own suffering by choosing new actions, that we can't control what happens to us. Our lives can be handed so many headaches, so many problems, so many struggles, and we have absolutely no control over that. And it's not always fair. The only thing we have any control over is what we do with it. And if some motivational guy, some motivational quote, some motivational book inspires you into new action, I want to know about it. Because for me, I can tell you, I just read Kevin Hart's book. <laughs> I got so much crap because I became an affiliate for the book. I loved it so much. And I'm going to go ahead and do it again and drop the affiliate link for this um, in the uh, show notes today. But like, I can't remember since Brene Brown, the last time I read a personal development book that like moved me to new action. But this guy got me out of the chair. He got me doing new things because I, you know, and by the way, P.S. I really recommend the audio book over his um, written copy. The audio book I've been told is super high energy and it kind of feels like he's coming at you all the time, but it really worked for me. But that book like moved me. I, I made changes to my business. I started pitching myself to brick and mortars locally here in California. I started perceiving opportunities where I may be of value to other people. So I went ahead and introduced myself because I saw how this guy hustled for his career, how when he had movies coming out, he was going door to door and asking people to show up, how he just got knocked down over and over again and got back up. That to me is motivational like anything, but it also led to inspired action. And I'm good with that. I just, if I 
talked about this book. And I said, oh my God, he laid down so many hashtag truth bombs. Oh my God, you got to listen to what he said. Look at this line. Look at this line and quoted him all over the place. And then somebody asked me like, well, what'd you do next? And I didn't have an answer. I would just be embarrassed because there's somebody else living their life. There's somebody else living boldly, daring, greatly, doing their thing, putting it out there unapologetically. And here I am just playing it safe and swimming along. And you are not in the club if you're just listening to motivational books and reading motivational quotes and passing them along. And people are going to find that offensive. But you're in the cheap seats beginning, middle, and end. And I kind of say that unapologetically too. And for some people, it's going to mean that you just haven't found the thing that inspires you. You just haven't found the thing to take action on. So you're just searching. And I, I identify and I I relate to that a little bit too. There's definitely been like... um periods of time in my life where like it's just like I need a hero um I need you know I need something to inspire me I need something to motivate me but when you keep sort of leaning on um or waiting on someone else so you can exist differently I really think that sets you up to fail. It creates a really bad foundation for yourself and your self-esteem and what you're capable of. So yes, learn more. Work on your personal development. Identify your thinking errors. Identify the places where fear is holding you back, where you're getting in your own way. And if a new book or a new, you know, one of my podcast episodes or, you know, a, a, a TED talk or a YouTube video gets you there, then you and I are good. But you, the people who just share these things for the likes and the vanity metrics, but they don't do anything, they're just posing and they're frauds. And I think sometimes, you know, perhaps I can't tell the difference. And perhaps I make a thinking error to myself where I just, I lump people into that cheap seats category because I don't know their story. And, you know, everybody's struggling with something we can't see, right? So maybe I don't know the full story and I shouldn't be so blasé about it or I shouldn't paint with such a wide brush and use wide strokes or whatever that analogy is. Hopefully you know what I'm talking about. But like, it's it's just been my experience that a lot of people talk the talk and they don't walk the walk. And I'm interested in helping the people who need to learn how to walk or need company on the walk, or dare I say it, may be ready to run. Uh, that's where I land today. Um, I, I hope you don't feel like I've picked a fight back. I, I know I've been strong and unapologetic in my word choice, um, but that's where I land. Um, and I think this is where I leave you to. Um, I did, the, <laughs> I did, in on all honesty, like reflect on whether or not I wanted to end the episode <laughs> with a quotable, the coachable, but um, I didn't want that to be read as snark. Um, I really do appreciate you for sending this question in and allowing, you know, me to have this conversation. And I do too want to let you know that if you um want to use um, you know, if you want to use some audio equipment to record yourself and do a verbal conversation back, I certainly would put your response on the show um unedited and uncensored just like I've given myself the privilege to do. Um I would tell you to do it through the Anchor app, but you only get to record for a minute or so and then it shuts you up. 
up. But um, if you want to just get on some video conferencing software and record the audio and send it my way, I would happily in, um, include your audio in a follow-up episode and we can keep the conversation going. Um, and I, I know you weren't coming after me, so hopefully you know I'm not coming after you. I really appreciate the opportunity to have this discussion. If you're finding value in discussions like this, if you're finding you know, that this show is making you take better action and choose better, you know, sort of paths for yourself. The best, best, best compliment you could possibly give me is to use your podcast app and write a review for the show. Let other people know that you're getting value from it, that it's pushing you to new action. And if there is something new that you've done as a result of listening to this show, it would be awesome if you would take a moment to tell me about it. You can always send your questions or comments to heather at choose to have it all.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. I really look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.